This is an Anami podcast. Hello, you growers. Do you like that name? Because I think that's what I'm going to refer to you as. Growers? Grow gang? Grow gang. Growers. Grownups. What do we like? Comment. Tell me. Send me messages. Um, welcome back to the pod. This is Growing Up with Devin. And uh, I'm Devin. And we're growing up together. Um, what's going on today? I don't know. Everything's, everything is okay right now. I feel relatively stable and healthy. And, you know, we got to count our simple wins when we got them. And, uh, I've been a little under the weather, which has been making me put myself to bed before midnight for the last like week or so. And that's rare for me. I like staying up until the wee hours of the night to just have a little control over my own existence and say, I'm not going to bed. This is my time. But I've been a little sick. So I've been saying, let me go to bed earlier. And whoa, turns out you wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. Who would have thought those psychopath morning people are on to something? You sacrifice that that blurry, cross-eyed alone time at four in the morning to actually feel functional in the morning when the sun is out. I'm upset. They know something, and I'm I'm feeling good about it. So that's what's up with me. <laughs> um, today on the pod, uh, I talk with the incredible songwriter, singer, and ridiculous TikToker, Jax. Um, Jax was one of the first people uh, to push me to get on TikTok. Uh, she writes little ditties with everyone, and we had met through some mutual friends, which we talk about. Um, and had reached out to do a little like Ned's throwback song on her TikTok and told me like, I got to get on there. And uh, I'm glad she did because it's been a fun little journey on on TikTok with all of you. Um, Jax is amazing, man. She is a really just down to earth, authentic human being and really talented artist um, that does the influencer thing just so she can get to do the thing she's so good at and just loves, which is writing songs and performing. And uh, it's been amazing to watch her blow up and release these incredible songs with incredible messages for young people. Um, I got to be in her music video, Ring Pop, um, her music video for Ring Pop, uh, which we talk about as well, which was a great experience for me and a hilarious could have been awkward situation because her boyfriend was directing and her and I are romantic in the music video. So that was a blast. And uh, you can check it out. It's a great, great song, great message, great music video. I love doing it. That's when I had my man bun and my long hair. It was nice. Um, we talk about a lot. We talk about uh, pursuing what you love. We talk about the influencer culture and that part of things. Um, we talk about her song, Victoria's Secret, which has a message to, uh, young women that, um, they're allowed to celebrate their body, you know, 
whatever it looks like. There's not one ideal for beauty in female body types. Um, we talk about our maybe Italian heritage <laughs> and, uh, and a lot more. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jax as much as I did. We are sponsored by FrameBridge. FrameBridge, the custom framing company, is the perfect way to refresh your space for the new year by framing everything that matters to you. That's because they can frame bridge just about anything. Game day jerseys, selfies, your anniversary dinner menu, artwork, or your favorite movie poster. If you're like me, you have things in your house that you haven't gotten framed that are maybe just tacked to your wall because you are overwhelmed at the idea of dealing with a framing store, FrameBridge is here to help. Here's how it works. You go to framebridge.com, you upload your digital photo. If you have a physical piece to frame like a poster, they'll send you a complimentary packaging to safely mail it into their owned and operated studio for the framing to begin. You'll preview your piece online in dozens of frame styles. Choose your favorite. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your piece and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39. Order online at FrameBridge.com or stop by a FrameBridge store near you to work with a designer in person. Um, this is a necessary service for all of us. I know you're like me and you just have loose willy-nilly photos and posters all around your house, um, or little cheap dinky frames. Mm-mm, mm-mm. FrameBridge has all the goods for you, okay? Get started today, frame your photos, or give someone the perfect gift. What a nice gift to give someone. You give them a photo of like you guys and a nice memory or like their child or like their dog and you frame it for them. That's, that's adulting. Uh, go to framebridge.com and place your order today. Um, cool. So hey. cool. Hey. Hey, Jax. What's up, Devin? It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Since <laughs> it's been a minute. I don't know the words, but I love, but I love it. Yeah, Cinnamon rolls. Um, <laughs> thanks for bringing us uh, Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. You're welcome. We love Dunkin' <laughs> so much. This podcast is Here unofficially... Here the Grow Up podcast, we love Dunkin' Donuts. It's sponsored by Dunkin' We like it to be sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, thanks for fishing for sponsors with me. I got you, always. Yeah, we'll just keep, we'll just keep trying. Just every, little, every episode, I'll just try a just new Just be a different, brand. a whore for a brand. I'll just be a like, slut for coffee and Yeah, donuts. just uh, like, we'll post everything you want for exactly. free donuts. <laughs> um, so since I saw you last... Um, you've gotten engaged. I have. Congratulations. Thank you. You've, uh, moved into a home. I have. And you got a puppy. Those are all the things I ever really wanted in life. Next, the only thing left is to, just like a baby and wow. then that's it. And I, is that like soon too? You just want to stack it all on at once? I mean, I've, I've been thinking about it since I was like in puberty for the first time. So I'm, ju- I, I'm just going to look over at your fiance. Yeah. Is it something where? To be, <laughs> he said, "Let's ride." <laughs> I would say you've stacked enough on your plate. You just give it a moment. That's what everyone beat. else keeps saying. Yeah, but like, give it a beat. You know, it's like you get the puppy, and like I hold the puppy, and for a split second, you're like, ah, complete, and then you're like, well. 
<laughs> what <laughs> so if this close. was a human baby? <laughs> this would though. be awesome if this was a human. Okay, I get that. I get that. <laughs> yeah, she did. She 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 did try to like kind of like go for my boob at one point. The she puppy? Like, yeah, because she's so young. Yeah. And uh, I got really excited about that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's a little twisted. I probably shouldn't be saying that on a no, podcast. No, it, it like, like hit like a woman it did. place something, in you. Something came out of me. Yeah. I get it. It's like weird, but also I get what you're saying. I, you know. I, I had a little kitten nibble on my skin looking for a teat one time. And uh, I just felt it was strange. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt you weird felt for me. felt maternal. You're right. You're right. It actually awakened something in me. All kind of like estrogen just whoosh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. Um, so Mom? context for people. Jackson and I met at a Super Bowl party. We sure many did. Many years yes, ago. Yes. It's my first time trying White Claw. So there was that. Ah. I thought it was not an alcoholic beverage. Oh, you thought you were drinking sparkling water. I thought I was chasing it with you thought tequila. You were chasing so yeah, tequila so like we got there during water. the day. We're like, we had the solo cups and we're like, all right, yeah, we'll have a drink, like a day drink. And we like poured the white claw into the tequila. We saw like a fridge full of what we thought were <laughs> seltzers. And then it was like one o'clock and we were like, Are I'm we turned. Drunk? Yeah. Are we drunker than everyone here? Like, and he's like, yeah, I'm really drunk. And I was like, what, what do we do? Like, why? What? And then we realized that we were, we've been chasing tequila, doubling down on liquor for an hour. So yeah. Wow. Great Super Bowl, though. I have no idea who played or who won. I don't remember either. There I was barely remember <laughs> meeting you, to be honest. Yeah. It was all kind of a blur. Great it's true. time. Good time. Had a great time. Shout out to Taylor Gray for hosting. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. We love, love you. Taylor. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you hit me up uh, years later. Did we do a TikTok first or did we do your music video? Tick. We did a TikTok. Uh. TikTok, yeah, we did TikTok. TikTok Yeah, yeah. you came to our apartment in a Tommy's Burgers parking lot. Yes, where most of your TikToks... Yeah, where it all started. Where it all began, where all the magic happened. You must have been, like, my first, like, real actor, entertainer, celebrity feature that I've ever had on the platform. That's crazy, because now you've had just about everybody, it feels like. I, I, like, have been getting really lucky. I mean, lucky, that's a... The real, the truth of it, people are always like, how are you, like, are you paying them? Like, how are you having people come over? And I'm like, I genuinely just spam the living shit out of everybody I love. Yeah. Like, in the comments, in the DMs, and then sometimes people answer, and I'm like, oh my god, you're answering me, do you want to come over? And a lot of the times they just say yes, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had a personal connection, so it was really easy, but I get why that happens. Like, you watch your stuff, you go, this girl's great, the songs are fun, the TikTok's fun, like, Sure, I'll come over and make a little song. Thanks. I I think, like, it's cool that I have the platform now, like, at 26, when I've experienced enough life to, like, at least know certain things that matter. And from, you know, people I just see in my feed or meet on the street and, like, meet, like, randomly that have really cool stories, I, like, want to spotlight stories and I want to spotlight, like, people that I grew up loving. Yeah. um, Instead of competing with them. And I just found, like, the the competitive nature of, like, the entertainment industry is, like, so toxic and why not just, like, embrace the fangirl that I am and just be like, (laughs) oh, here's Devin. He has cool stories. Here's, like, some survival guide tips or, like, here's, uh, like... A cool one was Bonnie McKee, like one of my favorite songwriters yeah. in music. And I think like sometimes girls can get competitive and not realize that it's just not the answer. Like it's just to lift each other up and, and feature people and be like, this is all the cool things that they're amazing at. 
And uh, yeah, and I have no problem with it. Yeah, I'm, that's one of the things I love most about you is you're not playing a competitive game. Oh, hell you're no. just kind of. I can't s- compete. <laughs> that's it. I got four chords. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do to compete with Bonnie McGee? Yeah, like, <laughs> but you're just stoked and bringing people on that you love. And and that was before I got on TikTok too. So I kind of call you my TikTok fairy godmother because because uh, you got it going. That's and- crazy. You just said that. Why? Because we had. Kristen Chenoweth here yesterday in in to make a song make a song and she's, she's the original the fairy, fairy godmother. godmother that's bizarre yeah, that's dude. some like weird okay, I anyway. saw her original run of Wicked with Adina same. and her same as a child magical man yeah I was a I, teenager oh I literally shit my pants when yeah. she walked in I, I actually had to do a shot of whiskey during the day yeah not to had just, two kids like you shouldn't drink to cope but yeah, I did but because I was cope. like not chill and everybody was like dude relax I had a spread of maybe Every charcuterie piece you can imagine, donuts, all mm. the things. I was like, we need everything. Mm. And then she just rolls up into the house and she was, I mean, it was like jaw drop, epic human being, kindest, most inspirational, down to earth, talented, secure in how much of a legend she is type of human being that she was just like down to hang. Yeah. And it was the coolest experience ever. Like if you would have told my 10 year old self, like that I would be able to do that and with audition tapes too wicked and just flopping and being super cringe like that I would get to sing with her one day it's just like crazy that's incredible man it was freaking I feel like you're getting you're on a wave where you get to have a lot of those experiences I saw your um TikTok with uh Taylor Swift singing Victoria's Secret it's not her you really got suckered into that oh it was a it was a fake it was a deep fake dude it's not even a deep fake it's a clone I think like it's there's like a girl on TikTok that looks just like her her name's Ashley. There's a girl on TikTok that looks just like Taylor Swift. And it it got me. I like literally screamed to the top of my lungs before even doing any research, <sighs> sent it to everyone in my record label, everyone in my agency, all my friends and family. <sighs> and then like within that 30 seconds, I realized the account is like not, not Taylor. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I like accidentally, if you didn't read the caption, which I you did didn't. not. <laughs> I just saw you stoked. Marketing lesson 101. Nobody ever reads the caption. Damn. <laughs> not even Devin. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, that did not happen. Oh, I was so, so happy for you. I was like, Jack, so was nice. I. I was happy for me too. Oh, <laughs> well, one day. I'm so, I'm so vain right now that you guys can't see this, but I like can see myself and that's actually so nice to know exactly what I'm looking like. Yeah, I for usually... the listeners, we have like the monitor showing us so you can just look over and watch yourself talking the whole time. You know, it's like it's like when you're on FaceTime and, and yeah. you're like not looking at yeah, your I'm loved lo- ones, it looks you're like looking, looking at Where's yourself. the real camera? Is it that one? Um, yeah, the middle one is the both of us. Hey, Mom. And then we got singles okay. there. <laughs> That'll get cut in. Yeah. Um, Okay, so not Taylor Swift, but yeah. you had Paris Hilton on. That's true. That was not even, at, uh, thank God that wasn't at our house because our house is like, when we got the house, I mean, obviously it's a, an accomplishment, but it was like the ugliest house on the in the coolest block and that's how we got it. And I'm like a little, I would be pretty embarrassed to have Paris Hilton walk in there because when we walked into her house, it was like, whoa. Like, yeah. There's like well, a whole wing for just closets. Yeah, well, she's, yeah. you know. A slightly different level. A little there. different, yeah, <laughs> just slightly like different, <laughs> different level of house buying there. Not like huge Tommy's Burgers parking lot energy, but it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hey, I like that Valley energy. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I'll never leave the Valley. Ooh, we might never leave. 
the valley. valley. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you're my TikTok fairy godmother. We met um, to do a little little song. Yeah. Um, you were trying to get started on the app. You were like, yeah, it was in like, that phase. Yeah, it was like right before I had even got the first video we did, I think was before I had even signed up. And yeah. you were just like, yo, dude, like, do, do it. it. Yeah. There's, and I wasn't like some sort of like an expert in it, but I was like, deeply like studying the app and being like how does this thing work i'm like a little bit old for it i feel like and i need to like figure it out and at that that was like just the point of like you having no idea but wanting to do something new and for me like if i i tried to like remove myself from a minute if i was just a user on the for you page and i saw you pop up i would have freaked out so i'm like you gotta play on this and yep reintroduce yourself to this new platform yeah i was glad you were one of the like i had started hearing about it a lot but i was just a little you know if you're old for it i'm for sure old for it like i just felt a little removed from it and not wanting to get on and then slowly started getting curiosity and then making the video with you and having you just be like yo do this and then seeing how well our video did i was like okay And I got on and got like a million followers in five months. It was Literally, crazy. like I, we, I actually, yeah, I'd had that experience. I remember we had like one success moment mm-hmm. of somebody that's older than us, like Patrick Renna from the Sandlot. Oh yes, he had no idea and zero interest in like doing the app, but obviously he's such an icon. Like when you see him, you freak out. And I had referenced it in nineties kids and the song I done yes. hit him and his line in the Sandlot. Yep, and I had to base essentially court him, like take him out to breakfast twice to convince him <laughs> to download the app and do it. Like, trust me. Within like literally hit, three days, the dude has like a million followers. For like, sure. it, like the people wanted to For see. an entire generation. I mean, yeah. not just the Sandlot. He was in Mighty Ducks. Like, yeah. He, he was a part of our childhood. He was, movie yeah. star world, yeah. Definitely. And then there's Huge like fan. the element that Gen Z is, there's so much, so many kids that maybe didn't have that and maybe like sort of saw glimpses through their parents and yeah. through older siblings and stuff yep. that are reintroduced. Yep. So you can kind of like, if you are over a chapter in your career and want to move forward to something different, I mean, hence like you're doing a very cool podcast. Like, Yes. And TikTok is a, an amazing tool like for the podcast too, is just sure clipping is. it out and putting it on there. Yeah. Um, I'm so grateful for TikTok. So I guess- We uh, love you, TikTok. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm like- <laughs> I know there's like a debate about data and stuff, but I'm just like, have What's all my the data. Debate? Just, the, I don't like have all my data, China, because oh, your algorithm oh, oh, is yes. so generous. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't follow any of that. Yeah. I hear fine. it from all like the older folks in my life. They're like, yeah. did you know? Yeah. They're banning the TikToks. Yeah. Like, but know. it's the same. <laughs> Every company, my iPhone's taking my data too. So, yeah. You I'm know. like, you guys don't think facial recognition is like, yeah. here's my face. It's all out there. <laughs> Your little global entry, whatever, scan the eyeball. We're in it, guys. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, put out <laughs> stuff and get where I want to get. Yeah. You know? Just be creative. And there's an, the coolest thing about TikTok is that it's unlike any other app where, it used to be kind of a mafia where you felt a little helpless as an as a creative when you're trying to start up as like a new artist and anything because it was super ba- like follower based where you're like oh I can't do anything on Instagram or whatever it is because yeah. I don't have five million followers or whatever yeah but TikTok like even to this day when you when I look in my analytics every now and then m- like the big the vast majority of all my videos are still coming from strangers in the for you page it's right. not coming from my followers so it's right. the feed is endless and it's random and it's great for people that are just hey i'm in my bedroom in high school and i know i can do this and 
even my family doesn't believe in me and my friends don't believe in me, but I believe in me. So I'm just going to post and see what happens. And you have this massive billion user audience yeah. and it's random. So yeah, I know I'm, I'm kind of blown away by what it's able to do and I'm stoked for it. So thanks for giving me a push into oh, it. Stop it. It's been a journey. Thanks for being in my music video and that... making out with me. Yo, <laughs> sorry, brave. My fiance, my fiance was the one that wrote it. Like, and cast Devin. He was like, what about Devin? I was like, listen, and... your call. Like, Whatever you feel comfortable with. Like, <laughs> and he directed and he uh, was like, all right, so now go make out with Jax. And I was like, oh boy, this when is I, a When weird I think day. back to that day, how nervous I was because I was dating him for so long and I had not even like kissed or looked at another boy in so long. And I was, so it's like shaking and you're just a professional actor and the coolest thing like looking back I was uh talking to Jackie about it last night where it's like you never broke character to like keep me in that place right so like I you got me somehow you pep talked me into playing the role yeah right yeah of the poor girl in love yeah and that it did it was literally a role you're acting you're acting don't freak out but like you know i'm not a professional actor so you didn't like when we were doing in the outtake moments like i know what you were doing like in the back of my mind looking back on it you didn't break like you were still in the character like we're still dating we're still mm-hmm. in this apartment yeah and thank god you did because if we broke i would have to like re every Ex- take just get back into it and try Ex- to with my boyfriend filming exactly like, yeah. yeah i didn't Kinky. i didn't want i didn't want <laughs> you to like psych yourself out and it's, and I would have so thank yeah. you for that and it's like <laughs> <Acting> got <gotta>, lessons <laughs> yeah I mean it's got to be done to get the shot and it's like yeah. not a big deal and it's just for like, you it's, just it's not a big deal yeah it was very meta it it was I also <laughs> did feel like I I definitely felt a little like oh god right, oh god so you're filming this huh all right it was his call <laughs> we had full consent from the man for sure but um, when you look at that video it, it was so i i'm so proud of that video same it's yeah. beautiful and i gotta tell you that was my first time on set um kind of during post lockdown oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that was my first time back on a set and it had been a while for me and it felt so good to just be on a set. I love this yeah, shit. I, I love being on set. I love collaborating with people. Yeah. I love the environment. Yeah, And like too. driving to go film that that day was like another little like awakening of like, oh yeah, I like love doing this and it's been yeah. a while and I've been like locked in my fucking apartment True. for a year like, this feels really good. I need to do more of this. I'm like, so it felt glad amazing. that you got that. I was so nervous and I'm so like, insecure on camera like music videos really stress me out and I can't even imagine you mean you're you've been on camera your whole life so yeah. like, this is something I, that was your expertise yeah so you essentially carried the whole thing and I just was kind of like you okay whatever great. Devin's doing I'm just gonna great. do that too like you, you did great were you smashing a car we kicking the whatever the hell we were doing yeah it was fun yeah it was um really yeah fun. if you guys haven't seen or heard Jax's song ring pop uh, <laughs> check out the music video Quick to plug. watch Jax and I date <laughs> yeah we dated for two days <laughs> And my boyfriend filmed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> two steamy days. Yeah. I was like, are you a little too into this? <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a sweating. different podcast. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm sweating too. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but yeah, that was that was a blast. I, I love working with you and I love seeing uh, each of your songs blew up. I feel like Ring Pop did really well. Thanks. Had a great message. Thank you. Ring Pop has a great catch. First of all, after filming the video, that shit was stuck in my head for like weeks. And I was like, Thank you. damn it, Jax, I love you, but stop. Um, but Ring Pop has a great melody, super catchy, and then a lovely message of like, hey, it, it doesn't 
matter what money we have what right. resources we have I love well now you. that I i'm like married. here without the without it's like i'm okay with the ring pop is the line and yeah. like now i don't have a ring pop, have a but a real ring. ring and it's very cool that like we feel really really proud of what we've built together as partners yeah as far as like you know we work every single day people like kind of you watch the content and you don't realize like i'm not an influencer by nature and i am i play music on the app but the the biggest advantage of it for me is that it's a promotional tool for like my actual music. Exactly. And we all day long, if we're not making the videos and kind of hosting people to come over and editing and coming up with concepts where, you know, doing photo shoots or we're, you know, making an album and, you know, wearing a lot of hats and I definitely can't do it alone. So we have kind of, it feels cool to be in a place to have like saved up for those bigger milestones so that's so beautiful to, so i'm not exactly okay with a ring pop so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, um, i'm okay with how how the 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 climb in the words of miley cyrus exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. the, the message is there but yeah. you didn't get a ring pop you I got know. a ring gotta guard your eyes ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> um yeah i know you say like you're like not an influencer by nature even though you're crushing it and I kind of get that sense from you that, like, you know that you have to do it, but that your love is music yeah. and just, like, the fucking art and the making of it and the creativity right. of it. Right. It's not the being out there and everyone knowing you and all that. No, it's, I mean, I actually feel pretty awkward in a lot of these, like, hype house type settings. I don't, like, know I feel old and, like, I don't know exactly how to engage Are you 26 people. and you feel old? Well, like, these kids are, like, some are like 15, 16. Look down on them. Don't, no. don't feel old. Look they're down good at what, upon they're them. They're great at what they of do. Of course like, they are, but don't make yourself sp- look down upon them. I just them. don't know you about You know the, more. You've had I more am life. I elder. <laughs> yes, you've written more songs. You've had more time. Definitely written more songs. That's what I'm saying. I, I, like, I mean, I've spent years out here on a, on a publishing deal writing for the influencers who want to like start music careers. Yeah. But I, I like we. I mean, the most influence influencery. It, like it started with parodies of songs and really like songs from other people's perspectives. So like I find like the mom mama's perspective in Bohemian Rhapsody, or right. like Stacy's mom's perspective. Like a lot of really you funny. know like yeah, just, Long Island mother type yeah. of like my mom and Jesse's girl. Yeah, Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Yeah, we exactly <laughs> from the uh, from the boy's perspective right right? and then like eventually i kind of just got bored with it and started posting my fingers crossed hopefully this original song works Mm. and people still care which was the real dream come true yep and then from that point on i had really really like bottled up my inner cringe and cheesy tongue-in-cheek pun style of writing lyrics i'm like a lyricist primarily and because my whole life i've been told that it was like this is so cheesy. You cannot write this in a song. You can't say Victoria was made up by a dude. Dude, like that's not cool, right? And I was trying to be cool for my entire life. And then when I realized like people actually were would watch if I was not that trying to be cool and just doing what I liked, then that was really an eye-opening thing for me in the last three years because I realized I could actually make money being me and that's the coolest thing in the world so yeah you guys rock for giving me that I yeah that's it's sounds... not for everyone but it's like it's a really cool space to be in yeah that sounds like true success to me is you getting to do what's authentically you yeah and not trying to be something right and I, that's i'm not, not trying to be anyways. like too musical or too 
introspective just and or like repeat the same word over and over with a big drop in a song i like that's not was never the writer i was yeah but i was really ridiculed for it for a lifetime wow like since i was i've I've been writing songs since i was like 13 really wow 12 or 13 and like ever since the beginning of that like i love writing i loved writing in school like when did you start playing piano even like even younger than that i i loved it because it was fun i could like perform for my cousin i was that kid like the one you know the tiktok channel where it's like if you did a play for your family on the holidays you have issues now and i was like <laughs> hey facts it me um yeah no forever I, I i started really like playing when i realized a it was a very convenient tool to be able to have an instrument even if you're not great at it, because I taught myself and I'm, I have terrible technique. Um, but even if you're guitar. not, I mean, it's just a tool to write songs mm-hmm. and it's a tool to gig out and go play open mics and go play at bars and stuff like that. I was like sneaking into bars to make money and play with like a bucket of singles like yeah. when I was very young just to get started and get people to hear my music. So um, I needed to learn it. Otherwise, I'd have to take that money and h- try to hire my friends Absolutely. to play behind me. And then I'd just end up in the hole. So I learned it to be able to fend for myself in the business. So Smart. And where'd you grow up? New York and Jersey. Like a little bit of both. Started, I was born at Brooklyn, Long Island yeah. for like half of my life. And then eventually, Dirty Jersey. <laughs> Beast Coast. <laughs> <laughs> When'd you come out to LA? Like, so, I think I've been out here for almost seven years now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Do you miss Nor- New York? A lot. I yeah. miss it once the seasons, like, appro- like fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the weather changes, and yeah. I like this, the pace. Yeah. I find that, aside from today, editing TikToks in the car, I'm, like, weirdly punctual in LA. People are like, you're early. I'm like, wait, I'm 30 minutes late. How is this early? Yeah. <laughs> it's a different pace and speed and a different kind of honesty. Yeah. It was a huge adjustment. I'm sure you know. Like, yeah. I mean, you've... I've been here. Yeah, you've been here. But to come from the East Coast and, like, when you go out in New York, people, if they don't like you, just be like, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. And I'm just going to move on to that conversation. You're like, dope. I don't fuck with you either. So I'm going to, whatever. And it's yeah. no hard feelings. Yeah. Right? There's a, there's an efficiency to it. Yeah. Like, there's an efficiency to that of just like, right. I don't like you. It's all good. We're moving on. Yeah. Like there's a bigger heartbreak in being led on. Exactly. I mean, I've had so many, are we best friends? Oh my God, we're best friends. But it's real. A lot of the social scene in proper, like Hollywood is what can you offer me and what can I offer you? And if yeah. nothing, like I got to move on to this, it's all like networking, 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 yeah. as opposed to just vibing yeah. until you find your circle. Exactly. It was a lot more work to find my circle out here than New York. So mm, I believe that. Yeah. I, I do love New York for, I mean, I'm, I'm LA. I don't think I'll ever live, live in New York, yeah. but, um, maybe a place in a little yeah, condo. Yeah. I'd like to go like spend time there, but, yeah. but I got to go there, um, a couple years back for a premiere and I was just there a couple days and man, I needed it because yeah. I'd been in LA, I mean, a long time and I hadn't been traveling much. And LA is is so much time in your own head because you're like driving yeah. so much or you're at your place, totally. you're going A to B, there's no public transit, mm-hmm. you're not walking places. So you're driving A to B and then once you're done socializing there, then you're driving back and you're in your car and you're in your head. Totally. And that just got, a bit too much and then I got to New York and it was like healing to just be there for four days because 
every time I'm not in my dingy, uh, tiny little hotel room that I got, yeah. as soon as you walk out the door, you Something. are, you're with the yeah. entire city. It's like, like a pulse. Yeah. yeah. You are in the world. Yeah. So you're not just in your head. You got to be present, aware. Totally. Wow. You're engaging with people. It's yeah. moving fast. You're walking places, you're subwaying places. Like, I love that. I love it. There's something grounding about it. Yeah. It's almost like the same. It's like it's meditative. Like it's, it's almost the same thing as when you do dishes and you're like, okay, my hands are doing something. My mind is like totally clear and I'm like back and I'm compartmentalizing like out here. You're right. I didn't even think about the traffic element and how that could have an emotional toll on people. Cause I do think that that is a big thing. You just end up in your head, whether you're stressed about traffic or not, you're alone in your little box. (laughs) You're sitting there with your thoughts. It's our own little pandemics. Every time you're like in traffic on the one-on-one, you're like, Oh God, what am I doing with my life? Like exactly. I know the amount of times I, that's so crazy. I never thought about it that way but the amount of times I've talked myself out of my gut feeling in traffic about mm. like a song the amount of times I've convinced myself a song isn't good you overthought it I overthought it and then decided not to put it out it's always in the car actually I think yeah it's why one of the reasons I love podcasts is I try and like totally I try and fill the space with the podcast talking yeah. and let me just focus on that yeah. so I don't go down the rabbit hole of my own mind. If you're in your car right now, I hope you are exactly not ho- talking yourself out of your dreams, but listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're let us great. Let us talk you into your yeah, dreams. Yeah, you're doing great. Or let us talk you into supporting our dreams. Oh my God, we're, what are we? What is like the guy that Gary V? We're like Gary V. Yeah. Is that a, that, I don't know who Gary, I don't ever listen to a single Gary V podcast. <laughs> you you got have him on you got to do a Gary Vee or like song. one of those money guys like, hey. that give away things and talk inspirationally <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I really like I've had to use I've had to try and rebel against my own mind in the car uh and either use it for like positive affirmation thinking mm-hmm. or or manifesting thinking like what do, what yes. do I want what am I moving towards what do, you know what do I want it to feel like yeah or just fill it with fucking other people talking we call, we call it positive delusion like mm. we still I still think back to it's actually really funny. I keep trying to find that spark of like how confident and delusional I was <laughs> when my fir- the first TikTok, Stacey's mom from Stacey's mom's perspective. I mean, I've been trying to break, uh, trying to break through in music with singing for my entire life. And then on TikTok trying for a year, right? With, and flopping, flopping, flopping. Right. And like how delusional I was when I woke up to the, the view count going up like insanely. Yeah. Screaming around the apartment. And then when I like, had gone out to drinks with my friends that night, I was like, oh no, it's like, no, this is what is happening now. Like it's this done. is, I am not going to stop and it's going to, I'm going to keep moving. And this is how I peep, I'm going to get people to hear my original songs. And I was laughed at like by, like they were like, everybody has a viral video on TikTok, dude. It's like random. It happens. Good luck. And in my mind, it just went whoosh. Like I was so, so delusional. Good. They were right. I mean, they, they, but it, you, it you have truth. proved to be right. I, it's, it's a cool level of delusion. It's like, it's like almost, good delusion. it is, it's manifesting well, it. Well, so all, all, anyone pursuing an artistic vision, you right. have to be a little delusional. Right. Because reality says probably not. Right. Like if you just focus on cold facts, it's right. like, mm, if you focus on like odds the or probability. Odds are like one, it's, I mean, it's the truth and really to be like successful, really successful in like any field. But like, I but remember the, the last arts. time I have had that feeling of delusion was when I was just 
a kid and had no idea what the world looked like. And I was like, oh no, I'm gonna be like a pop star. Like I'm yeah. gonna be famous. Like, and I'm gonna do this for, there's no plan B. And then you start to get older and then you start to go broke. Yeah. And you start to realize like your family dynamic, like if, can I do this without my family? Do I know how to pay my car insurance, my health insurance? Can I maintain a creative freelance career and pay rent? I can't. This is hard. I am. There's no way in hell I'm going to be able to do this unless I get one crazy lucky break. You start to really, really shrink and shrink and shrink. Yeah, dude. From that, it's that feeling of being fearless when you're a kid and going down Black Diamond when you're skiing versus yeah. now when you're an adult and being like, I could break my face and all my legs and I'm not doing that, you know? Absolutely. So you start to, the fear kicks in and the reality check kicks in and, and just, but. And it's when the killer you get of one dreams. little lucky thing every now and then, one little boost, you just have to like grasp on for dear life. And, yeah, you and grab pretend. onto the courage, you grab onto yeah. the fucking even inspiration things, that it gives you. Like I, I mean, even before wait before TikTok, we're doing two two studio sessions a day, night sessions, being getting the text, being like, "This rapper wants you to come in," and I'm like, "Holy shit! Okay, I'm awake. I'm awake. Just get up, go." That was my second session of the day, and I'm there all night, and I, nothing happens with the song. You just keep going, and that was the spark you needed for the week. And yo, the, I remember real. my first cut writing for someone else was Paris Hilton. Ironically, wow. it was a song called Best Friend's Ass. Wow. And I was just so excited that that Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian were in a music video singing something that I had DNA on. Yeah. And that got me through like three months yeah. of just pure excitement. So it, it you got to hold on. It's, and It's real. You got to hold on to those wins. I mean, talking about like our interaction, like a little TikTok with you was a little juice for me. Yeah. Working on your music video was a little, like Yay. I said, a little reminder of like, Oh, I can do this I and love this. I love doing yeah. this and like I'm I want to do this. Yeah, and there's potential in it. Like it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, I see the vision. We're gonna do a TikTok here and then I'm gonna post something. When people click my name, they're gonna come over to me and I'm gonna post something new into the world and see what happens. It's exciting. Yeah, because man, the fear is the killer and like yeah. when you start ch- checking reality a little too hard and then looking inward too hard. I mean, the the not enough core feeling can come up big right. or I can't do this, I'm not capable or right. whatever that is. I've definitely like dealt with a lot of that I'm the sure last you have. X amount of years. Your and whole life, you're yeah. an actor. That is such a hard job. Like, yeah. I have all the respect for your biggest actors and your smallest actors. Like yeah. I, it's just constant, constant fear of rejection and you're always performing yeah. constantly. And I mean, I think about there was an era of me thinking it'd be a good opportunity to even just start auditioning for things and the pure anxiety, just like you put your heart and soul into even just a tape. Yep. And it's just like no answer. Exactly. You know, that is just like, yeah, not even rejection, just silence. Just silence. It's just, like even worse than rejection. Just silence. Yeah. Just nothing. Oh God. I, that is a hard job. And especially when you have to commit the way you commit. Yeah. Like, it's it's you have to be delusional to go after yeah, it. Yeah, you do, and and that's okay. It's like that's all right. Yeah, you, you can't like, as long I, as you have the stamina for it. Exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. Just constant ups and downs and ups and downs and creative. That's that's, just it. that's why I get when people um, have done it for a long time and and say I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, it's be- hard because holding on to your sanity when just the natural rhythm of pursuing this is so up and down yeah. emotionally, financially, mentally, yeah. spiritually. Spiritually too, yeah. Yeah, that's like the natural thing is you're gonna cycle through 
your inner hell and then being like, no, I got yeah. it. I'm fine. I know the vision. I know the path. Right. And then you're like, do I know the path? I think I might be a piece of shit and no yeah, one yeah. loves me exactly. and I can't That's do like this. pretty much my entire week. And, yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I would say that I'm having like a good year, but I am like... <laughs> I, honestly, like in any phase, I know. I, I we were. It's funny. I was. I had a creator friend over last night, and we were talking about. I mean, just yet you have to keep pulling yourself back to the fact, like that you are a successful creator. Like here I yeah. am doing it, but even when you have these like peaks of, you know, your views are low, or like people are disapproving of you in comments, or you see a video pop up of you on TikTok, and and it's not a kind one, you know, mm. and you have a world of haters. The more you grow, it's if you really. I have gone into some very, very dark places, yeah. like places of how to escape. Like, where's the farthest I can run to? Yeah, like away from this and yeah. just stop. Yeah, and without everyone in the world being disappointed in me, you know. Yeah, including you know you build a team. Like if yeah. you were to just get up right now and be like, okay, bye guys, we're done with the podcast, and I don't want to ever do it again. Everyone would just be sitting here like, right? There's a team helping. Devin. Yeah. <laughs> We're depending on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an interdependent. Yeah. It's not yeah. just you. Yeah. It's not after a certain point, but yeah, no, it is. It is a, you do have to have the stamina and as, as creatives, if you're a creative out there listening, you have to commit like emotionally and spiritually to the idea that nothing is ever going to be linear in creativity. Like yeah. it'll never be. Yeah. We can just exist in this happy, happy, comfortable place. It, there is always going to be a low that you're going to hit i'm always prepping myself emotionally for the low which makes the highs less high yep that was something i had to experience on this jingle ball tour is mm. you're playing arenas it is a dream come true like the garden was a dream come true dude right and that's everything i ever dreamed of and more yeah but when i got up on that stage i had glimpses of the excitement and that feeling of like this is the best day of my life yeah but the overall feeling was not allowing yourself to get too excited because this is work still and this yeah. is very cool you accomplished this but don't feel that high to an extreme unhealthy mm. level it should all be like this is awesome i get to do what i love you have to stay linear while your career is not like yeah if that makes sense life kind of like forced that balance on me a couple times in the last x amount of years i was like i was uh, years back i was premiering this movie in mexico and um and I thought the movie was going to do a lot better than it did. It ended up not doing anything. But the premiere for it, that it was like a two-week premiere uh, party event in Mexico Just in all three celebration. cities. Big celebration. Yeah. The movie took four years to get done. Like it was a high point. And yeah. like we're just being like toured around Mexico. Everyone's kissing our ass. Like, right, right. Real high point. I was excited about the movie. I was excited about my work in it. We were like on stage with Steve Aoki in a yeah. fucking stadium in Mexico City. Whoa. Like insanity, right? Yeah. While that week was going down, I got a phone call that my parents were getting divorced. Oh, oof. Yeah. Devin. So. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I mean, this is years ago now. But, but, but it's it, life. But it's life. Yes. And it was one of the highest weeks of my life simultaneously with the most devastating news in my life. Yeah. And it was happening simultaneously. So it actually gave me, it made me a little crazy, but it gave me yeah. that space of looking at wow, here is the full spectrum of my right. life. Here it is. Right. And that it's not just you. Yeah. Like it's almost impossible as a human to not get wrapped up in like attention, right? Like when yeah. you're getting all this love, you're like, oh, it's the pressure. Dude. And it's also like the, you get excited, like naturally. Dude, you know? I was a little, 
I was a little grateful for the low I was experiencing at the same time because it's really grounding. Yeah. I could feel this was this was an independent Mexico movie right. that I had hopes would be semi-decent, right? Yeah. Um, I still like the movie and I like my work in it. It just didn't go anywhere yeah, or do anything. I just got to say, it just, <laughs> it just didn't do anything for right, me. Right, right. Um, but getting all that attention on that premiere tour, I could feel like my feet lifting off the ground. Yeah. Like I could feel... Oh, this is yeah. how people, this is how people start to get disconnected Dude, from drugs. reality like, this and is start, how, yeah. well, and start like, to believe that they are bigger and better right. and more important. Like I could feel my own fucking ego, like my heels coming off the ground, yeah. but because of the low I was experiencing, it was like, Hey man, nope. Bam. Right. Here's life for you. Right. Um, so I get how people who get real famous, real fast. Like kids. That's that's why I've always been so impressed with you is like you've always kept a healthy balance of work out in LA when yeah. like you've ha- you were a kid when yeah. you were experiencing a huge amount of success. Yeah. And if you didn't have like the resources or people around you that love you yeah. that like to keep you grounded yeah. that you can be in a terrible place naturally. Like it's yeah. not even like, I know it's not fault. even your fault. Like that's what I felt on that tour was like, Oh, this is a natural thing that happens. It, is. it like, inflates the fuck out of your ego. Yeah. And it's hard to not, if you don't have people it's all around you're seeing you. and hearing yeah. all day long. It's, and then all of a sudden you realize, Oh, things like divorce happen around me and people are going through their own issues. You get off a tour, you're like, oh, everyone's life went on yeah. after I just had all these screaming people and yeah. all this drama and chaos around me at all times. It's not even just like the love. It's it's that that feeling of how important what you're doing is. Like, exactly. this is, there's so much importance what's going on. And then you realize everything's the important. The world's massive. All around yeah. us, like it's not us. And that's yeah. why the lows can be super devastating. For <laughs> that is why it's like when you come home and you're, everything's quiet and you, you lose all of that momentum. Yeah. That is a pretty terrible emotional place to be. And if you're not looking at every day, like it's, I'm lucky to have woken up and that's it. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's why you got to surround yourself with like really good people who know you, you, who know really you yeah. and want the best for you as a yeah. person, not you as the fucking And it's okay for that force. group of people to be very tiny. Yeah. <laughs> does yeah, not does. have to be a posse of yes guys. And no, just, it, it shouldn't it be. It never, uh, no matter how hard I try, like my, <laughs> cer- my circle of honest, loving yeah. human beings that are, that care about me for real and I care about them, it's like maybe five people. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got you guys got a cool ass friend crew though. I, I, yeah, I know we love I know our some friends. of your circle. Yeah, you yeah. got you got a you got good people. That's true. Well it's actually really it's inspiring to be around other creatives. Like yeah. people that are in your field. Like I was something I'm trying I'm going through right now is there's a girl I babysit on TikTok and um well, not just on TikTok. Yeah. I babysat her like dirt, way before for years out here to pay for groceries and then pandemic hit. We did a video together because she wanted to prove to her friends that her babysitter was TikTok famous. Yeah. And she ended up blowing up on TikTok, over a million followers. People love her. I saw that. But it's really hard in school mm. because kids can be really mean mm. when other kids are having success. And yep. I don't know how to help her because I feel like guilt that I like gave her this thing that she didn't ask for. And I'm... Just like, it it sucks, but I'm also like, hey, a cool option would be to put her in school or with a performing arts performing school arts, yeah. or kids that also have career ambitions like she does. She wants to like 
be a creator. She wants to take singing lessons, all these things. Yeah. And it, she's starting to hit a point where kids around her don't understand what she's doing and they'll try to pull her down. And that's just life. That's yeah. everywhere you go. It's not just in the high school or middle school. Yep. You have to surround yourself with other people with the same energy. So Yeah, same respect, aspirations, you know? same understanding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. I saw her. She like played with you at Jingle Ball, right? She is. Yeah. She's come on a lot of the dates on the tour. <laughs> I get really stressed out during press and red carpets, especially now on TikTok. You see snippets like out of context snippets of people's like very cringy red carpet moments. So yeah. I'm really self-conscious. Don't say anything so cringy that someone's going to take and it's going to go viral and you're going to be an idiot for that. Mm hmm. So when I get on there, I'm like shaking and barely myself. And then she just gets on with me one day and she just took over. And I was like, oh, I love you, kid. You're such <laughs> oh, a rock star. She's your little shield on she the red carpet. She literally handled for me. I was like, I'm bringing you everywhere from now on. Thank you so much. People love you. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yeah. That's that kid delusional fearless. Exactly. It's good. No, it's exactly. good. It's good to have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Moral of the story. Bring a kid. To all your press. <laughs> have you announced your uh, your tour yet? I have not, but you know about it. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. I'm. I have not, but I'm doing that next week. So. <laughs> cool. Well, this will. By the time this is out, then yeah. yeah so okay. we can well, we can talk about it. We're doing this won't a be next week. tour with friends, so which is very cool because yeah. I I have never done that before, and it's with um, Big Time Rush and our homie Max, uh, which is awesome, and. Um, yeah, it's going to be really fun. That's it's like um, some marinas too, which yo, is awesome. That's amazing. I had um, Kendall on recently. Kendall's yeah. an old friend of mine. and He's uh, great. And I had um, Spencer Sutherland who opened on Big Time Rush's last tour. Oh, sick. Yeah. I love Spencer. We ran into Spencer at Max's last show, actually. Okay. Small circle of people out Super here, small so circle. All the creators. Yeah, Spencer's ridiculous. Yeah. I love his voice Crazy talented. so much. It's stupid yeah so unique we've had one very awkward session mm. because it was pandemic time and it wasn't anyone's fault other than the delay on zoom and we like couldn't get the delay down we were like we every time we tried to do something it was like four seconds behind and yeah, we're like no, we have to end this call and end the session no I love you have you. to do i don't know how people like do that over oh i gave zoom. up so fast absolutely no, <laughs> i was like i latency. hate this this is weird no screw that so not intimate but yeah spencer's so dope spencer if you're listening we should get back in yeah we need you redemption. hear that we need to hit jacks up. I'd love to. I'll write. make the connect. Um, love to write for you. And so you said you you haven't done a tour like this before. No, I mean I've done sporadic tours. I guess last year was chaos tour because it was Jingle Ball, so it was like zero hundred, yeah. right? And all of the people I've fangirled over my entire life. And then um, before that was radio promo. So I was yeah. go hopping from bigger markets, smaller markets, station to station across the country living on an airplane with like not not a lot of structure wow um just acoustic things yeah. and then i've done mini tours out of vans my entire life so this is like an actual we'll have a bus yeah and a solid crew yeah uh, my girls behind me like yeah i don't know like jess bowen andrea where they're like i have an awesome girl band which is really let's fun. go it feels powerful on stage we have a crazy synergy and my friends are going to be riding with us. So. Dude, congratulations. And Max has a baby, so I, that'll like fill that void for me. Oh, yeah. You'll, yeah. Be, able to, you'll be able to stare <laughs> yeah. at your fiance yeah, with like the baby. The death stare. Like, <laughs> Come on. Clock's ticking. Yeah, seriously. Hop in the bunk <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> I was asking Emily, Max's, Max's wife, I was like, so how many dates are you guys hopping on? She's like, oh, probably like a little bit. And I was like, 
like a little lot of it like <laughs> how many like you could do the whole thing like i babysit i am a known babysitter like that's what i do yeah 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 <laughs> you will write songs I, I think you might be a little busy you know i'm never too busy for the babies all right, all right. i just, i love babies so much <laughs> <laughs> baby fever is real look away brave he's, oh, <laughs> he's I shaking feel his head him sweating right i know now. Yeah. me too i'm sweating for him come on wimps <laughs> it's fine we're gonna have such a cool kid maybe she, you are she, they're gonna be ginger probably <laughs> so much red hair it's gonna oh, be I'm beautiful so excited. can't wait yeah my uh my sister just had a baby really so i'm a new uncle <gasps> Mazel tov. thanks yeah i'm we heading gotta down see pictures after this. i'm heading down to australia soon to go meet her oh my, my god they're in australia, australia. Yeah. whoa gonna have australian nieces and nephews so cute. Little Aussie accents. babies, yeah. Oh my God. Wait, let me hear your accent. Uh, how you going? How, yeah. you? how you going, you fucking cunt? <laughs> that's the real that one. thing? That's the real one. Dude, yeah, that's dude. how that's how Aussies talk. I'm See, sorry, guys. That, no, honestly, no, cunt is my favorite word. Honestly, it's that is how Aussies talk. It's how my you favorite going, you word because cunt? it's so powerful <laughs> here. And I realize all my British friends. British and, all, and Aussie. No, it's it's like. They say it like it's nothing. They yeah, say yeah. it like we say it. Yo, like asshole. we say bro. Right? Or, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's. It's standard. They say practice. the C word like we say idiot. Yeah. And I literally like I, I'm so I get the shivers every time my producer says it. He drops it like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. But that's why it's my favorite word here is because it still holds so much weight. Here. I know. Not a it, lot of words hold that much weight. No, so it you makes, said it, you meant it, you know? Like Yeah, no, and there it's just <laughs> in passing. It's just like Yeah. That's not a word that. there that's that important. But yeah. But yeah, I kinda love I kinda love the accent and I'm stoked I'm gonna have like <laughs> little little nieces and nephews. I mean, I don't know. I'll they see know what you're their Ned? second baby is. No, what? She's she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know the color blue. She's, there, oh, there's only one. Yeah, so there's far. only one. Okay. She's she's four weeks old. She oh. do, she doesn't know what her you know well, face is. You yet. have to just like start sitting her down. I'm thinking of like the Dahmer like TikTok where they're like <laughs> he's like pointing this to watch this like that's declassified. This is this is the survival guide and the only survival guide you'll ever need. No, I'm so <laughs> stoked. I just want her to know me and know that I love her. It's difficult knowing now. Like I've always missed my sister. She's so far away. Yeah, but it's difficult now being like. I want to see this kid like a lot, you yeah. know, and I can only get down there so much. It's quite far. Is this your cue to like leave LA and go to Australia? No, I mean no, we I'm could you can move no, this I podcast. LA. I love LA. My sister says it, but no, I love LA. I'm staying here. Yeah, she's got to come to you. Yeah. Come on, sis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that baby out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm staying in LA, but oh I'll gosh. get down to Australia a lot. It's you've yeah. been. No, I haven't. No, I, I'm dying though. I really would love to. You'll I haven't been to Australia. There. I haven't been to New Zealand. You'll end up there world touring. They have Victoria's Secret in Australia. <laughs> Actually, they they do. <laughs> I know. Which is like crazy. It's like a weird, like there's a couple of countries where it's more pop, like more popular than others. And Australia is like up there, which is was bizarre. It, to it see. has to be where they have not only Victoria's Secret, but also <laughs> yeah. uh, a stigma around yeah. women's bodies. Yeah. And believe it or not, that's not all countries. So right. that's one of the things we talk about a lot in what is patriarchal and what wasn't right mm. and like what was where it started where the where it originated what the body type should be yeah um and there are so many countries that are just so far ahead of us in yeah that. and it's like I, like i get a lot of the times in the comments um tiktok i get barbados is a place where like curves are so like spotlighted and so like, loved and celebrated mm -hmm. and i'm like God, I wish I would have when I was younger. I'm singing my lyrics now. Yikes! Um, I wish my I wish my booty would have been celebrated because I always had like you know 
soccer bod. Like, yeah, and yeah, I always yeah. wanted this very, very stick, tall body type I never had because it was only, that was the only body type that was celebrated. Nothing wrong with that body type, but right. it was like, I felt not pretty my whole life. And right. I, there are so many countries that, there, there are countries the where it's like, if you are like a thicker body type and you have like, you're proud of your cellulite and like all these things like that it it is uh symbolic for your wealth exactly like, where it's like it means that you, you can have, afford you, you're more successful. calories you, yeah literally pretty much like <laughs> yeah, I know. you can afford to you know feed yourself and yeah. like that's and it's it's, it, it's the symbol of like a successful female like and that's pretty cool to me we don't really yeah that right i now, hate but. that that's been a perpetuated belief for so many young women because i will say coming from a dude's side yeah some dudes hold that attraction where yeah. they're more attracted to skinny but i know plenty of dudes were like that's not even a like a major thing i swear to you before i i had written and released victoria's secret i did not trust a word out of my fiance's mouth when he was like i love your i love your butt like I just like, oh, yeah. I just love grabbing onto your thighs. You know, yeah. like he loved my curves. Yes. And I was like, you don't have to patronize. I, in my mind, I was like, you don't have to tell me that just because yeah, you, you're making just me you feel know. better. You, you, I, exactly. I'm like, I know you know. I'm I'm full body dysmorphia. Eat, every eating disorder in the book, you name mm. it, I've had it. And I, when I look in the mirror, I, I'm like had grown up disgusted with it, right? Yeah. And like looking in the mirror, I find every single day something wrong. Yeah. And when he's like, oh God, I love you. I'm so attracted to this. I literally would, it's like the same thing as consoling me. Yeah. Like, and then when Victoria's Secret came out and I was privy to all these stories and I got a million different body types in my feed all day long because my algorithm swapped over. Yeah. And I was like, damn, these girls are hot. And then I started, I was like, I know they're hot. I know they're beautiful, right? Right. I'm like, maybe wait, maybe he is, he actually means it, like when he loves my curves. And then all of a sudden, like my full, the goggles, like kind of started to shift mm. into neutrality. I wouldn't say like, I'm just looking in the mirror going, damn girl, but I'm sure. definitely not in a place right now where I'm angry, Shh, like I was dope. before and feeling gross. And I think that like, he's telling, he tells me every guy he knows loves the curves. They love someone to grab onto. I mean, Megan Trainer was the first to say it. Yeah, for she real. She was like, what was it? Um, Boys like a little more booty to hold at night. That and that's like God. It's really true. He loves a little booty to hold at night. So. It's real. Guys don't Love have the <laughs> guys don't have the same perception that's been put on and conditioned into like into young girls, young women. Well, that's where the sick part comes in. That's where like the anger comes in. Where yeah. it took me a second to figure it out, but once I kind of got it all on paper and tried to write this song for years and couldn't until I had spoken with Chelsea, right? Mm. I, it's a war on women. Mm. And it's a war on people in general, like your consumer. And, yeah. But it really is a war on women when you have a boardroom full of predominantly older men in a room deciding what beauty is, knowing very well that there is a mass amount of people that would find diversity and body types attractive like if you know you can make money by diversifying your marketing right saying i could actually make a lot of money and be very successful if i have all different body types right. like wearing my clothes right. right and you still choose to only feature one body type 
in efforts to keep people feeling like they need to do more and they need to keep opening up their wallets, I need to keep living up to this expectation, that's war. That's like really dark. Yeah. That's intentionally giving people issues to capitalize on it. Yeah. And that's where the it, the real anger came from. And yeah. I know the song is like, it's cheesy and it's it's goofy. I wanted it, I didn't want it to be a sad thing. I wanted kids to hear it and laugh. Yeah. And laugh at this stupid fucking idea that you had to look like one thing. Yeah. And you had to keep paying money to do it and keep asking your mom to like put their credit card down so you can look like this and this is what hot is, this is sexy, this is beauty and it's one thing. And then you have a million companies just kind of doubling down and pandering now that they've all been caught. Yep. So there's like this weird middle ground like of finding the right honest branding, right? Yep. But I definitely feel that like opening kids eyes at this stage in the game when they're this young and they're kind of starting to feel a little darkness or feel a little insecure about what they should look like versus how beautiful they are. I think that it's so important right now to make sure they are aware of the scam. Yeah. And I think that will shift branding. I don't think I'll say I'll never single handedly do it. In fact, I didn't start it like the, the Everyone's like you did something. I'm like, I didn't do shit. I, yeah, I put is, melody to a movement that yeah, already existed. A, mm-hmm. But at least I'm hoping that it gets stuck in their head enough where they believe it when they sing it. Um, I think it will. I, Music is super powerful in that way. If you're singing something yeah. over and over again, what you're saying, your cells are receiving right. your brain your your awareness is like a little melodic billboard Mm -hmm. that they the same thing that they're passing on the street every day and seeing this like one thing but yeah i think we're we're changing for the i mean we have so much work to do but like i think it's we're headed in a better direction it's so good i i'm i'm really stoked to see it um it's so i mean this is part of growing up anyway is as teenagers when we're developing uh when you're young like you develop complexes you develop lenses that you see yourself and the world through and at this is part of maturing this is part of becoming an adult is growing up you mean this is part of (laughs) growing up (laughs) um did you you guys know that we are in the hills right now like we're, this we're li- is not a green screen. That's not a green we screen. We are That's growing up and um, we did this just for the show. But really, <laughs> it is part of growing up is figuring out which lenses and what part of my conditioning like doesn't serve me, right. isn't for me. Isn't real. Isn't real. Yeah, yeah, is made, made up. up yeah. Is made Literally. up for yeah. someone else's Money. motive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, motive too. And yeah. figuring out, like you said, you said you got back to neutral. That's good. You don't, you don't need to put on a lens that's the... Yeah, that's the other side of thinking. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm the, the best, mo- and I'm the hottest in the world. Hopefully, yeah. you get to that place of yeah, self love naturally, totally. but you just want to remove the the conditioning. You want to remove yeah. those lenses because, man, we call them blind spots. You won't even realize that you're seeing the world through them, and they're hindering you. Like you said, you couldn't receive the genuine love your boyfriend was giving you for True. your body. You couldn't even receive that love. Right because of this fucking condition. You're so right. And life has been actually far more sexy since, since? the release of the song. Mm. I have, when I felt good about me and I was able to like let that in, things have gotten definitely sexier. Yo. No, I'll leave it there. I <laughs> love that yeah. for you and for, for me, everyone, for Jax. Not for the children, but for me. <laughs> I, that brings me so much joy. Life getting sexier is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, we actually do talk about like the importance of exercise and the importance of because I'm not like the person that's like be unhealthy. I get a lot of that side of critique after mm. the song. Like I have 
all sides of every end of the spectrum being like, you're encouraging kids to not exercise. And I was like, I don't think that's the point of the song. I don't but think I, it's ever referenced. That's bizarre that you say that. Yeah. I think you might be encouraging kids to not exercise. Yeah. I think exercise is, meditation's important. Yeah. Cardio's important. Yeah. Like we feel better. Being healthy When we're important. working out together, being, you know, we eat clean. When we're eating cleaner, we feel better about ourselves. We're happier. We're smiling. Yeah. We're more into each other. You know, it's, it's yeah. just like the human health aspect of things. But like, yes. yeah. But I've also gone in a dark, dark, extreme place mm. where I was literally, I would not have left the gym if I was two steps behind on the mark I was supposed to miss on this uh, hit on the stair climber yeah. of like 1,000 flights, 526 calories, which I knew that would make with my body mass index put in and all these like things when it actually made zero difference if I was gonna hit those two steps, but it came became serious, serious illness. Yeah. And I convinced myself that that was what healthy exercise. Yeah. I convinced myself that was like a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Because I was like, well, I'm not bulimic right now. I'm right. not in my technical anorexia phase of life. Right. You know, I'm not sticking my fingers down my throat again. Like right. I'm not doing all these things, that, but I'm, I'm healthy, I'm exercising, I'm going to the gym, so that's, that's nothing. That's healthy. Yeah, right. Like I'm up at 6 a.m. once for the gym. And if I didn't meet the calorie mark, I was back there at night after my studio session where I I booked Planet Fitness, not because it was cheap, but because it was 24 hours. Right. And I was like, because I can wake up at 3 a.m. in a pure panic that I'm hideous and go to the gym. Yeah. Like that, that's not healthy either. No, I think (laughs) if exercise is coming from a place of hating your body, if it's coming from a place of self-loathing, it doesn't matter how strong or beautiful your body gets, quote unquote. Um, if it's coming from a place of you self-loathing, yeah. then it's not healthy because self-loathing isn't healthy. Right, no. You shouldn't be doing anything to, to cure yourself. Yeah, you exercise to get strong, exercise to f- give to your body, yeah, exercise yeah. to totally. fucking to give to yourself to get yeah. stronger. Getting stronger feels good. Yeah. Moving your body anyways is necessary. By, by the way, if there's any like anybody listening right now that's dealing with that balance of not being able to control whatever cognitive thing is going on with your body when you go to the gym mm. and you see, you're witnessing numbers on machines and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's actually out of hand. There's nothing you could do when you get there because that's really my, even to this day. I, st- I canceled my gym membership entirely. I will run when I feel like I need to run because I am a runner. Yeah. And But something that really, really helped me was yoga. Mm. Because yoga was is a spiritual experience even when you're doing cardio style yoga yep. like hot yoga and, yep. and sculpt and all those things you're still feeling like you're getting you're, you're shaping in the way you want to shape but you're not sitting there meticulously calculating things you're in classes that yeah. are structured you're for you people. you're with people you're feeling you're, their energy and you're focusing on your just the form of your body yeah the not, form of your body your yeah. breathing yep and it gets you through and it, and it serves you throughout yeah. your day um so like yoga was really helpful and it kept me in the shape i wanted to be in simultaneously without freaking out you know? so dope so i don't know about I, you but I, I will say uh i don't do yoga but i do work out consistently and i i need it for my mental health i need yeah. it for my physical health i think it's so fucking important and it just keeps me sane yeah um, because i will say like not just women men men grow up with body dysmorphia totally. as well i I definitely like have to work on looking in the mirror and feeling enough, right? Like we yeah. all grow up with ideals. We get fed right. ideals. This is, and sometimes it's not even coming from a company. Sometimes, like I grew up with 
a lot of my best friends growing up were a couple years older than me. So they yeah. just hit puberty before me. So they had muscles yeah. and I was like this little stocky little chubby kid. Yeah. And like, oh. and like, <laughs> so for me, I was, I was always not the body type. Right. And it took me a lot of years. I eventually saw like a photo one time of me uh, at Burning Man with my shirt off. And I saw it years later and I saw the photo yeah. and I remember what I felt like at the uh -huh. time, what I felt my body looked like. Yeah. And then I saw myself in that photo and I was like, that's like an attractive young man. Like, yeah, totally. Oh, can I fucking stop hating myself? Isn't can that I crazy? stop looking in the mirror and feeling not enough? Yeah, 100%. Like, God, that's a crazy feeling. I know exactly the feeling that you're feeling having. Is it's when so you remember liberating. how you felt in that photo versus yes. when you look back at that photo and you're like, damn, why did I feel like this? That's yeah. a great picture. I, like I every day. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that is an everyday thing. Just, just. Just trying to uh, see yourself neutrally and yeah. just let yourself be, let yourself be enough. Your cool, your cool temple of a body that is the only body you're ever going to have. Exactly. That comes from <laughs> your, your genetics, like comes from your ancestor. Like all totally. of us got given these bodies too. Like, yeah. you know, I've got like features of my mom, my dad, yeah. like it's all in there. So yeah, just being grateful for this, this little body and, and treating it right. I try to. You're doing great. I was actually staring at your face earlier. I was like, "Is are you wearing makeup? I'm not. This is incredible. <laughs> what is the routine? You got to share. Drop the, drop the skincare just, routine. What I don't is know. It? Just just mixed European genetics. I don't know. I have that a little too. I'm yeah. just like, nah, people are like, how do you moisturize? I'm like, the grease oil. comes out of yeah, my face. Yeah, the oil in my Italian <laughs> genetics. My Ital <laughs> oh my God, dude. I, I had some research. I can't like spill too much because I think I'll get in trouble for that internally <laughs> with my family. But um, I had some a recent discovery on, on I took a 23andMe. And, Wait, oh, on how little Italian you are? Yo, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, yo, yo, yo. I went my whole life no, like, yo, yo, I'm an Italian, yo, I Ashkenazi Jew. All right, all right, yo, 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 I have the same shit. So my family, um, my family is all Northeast, right? Not yeah. like my mom's from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so the, Northeast. The typical mix, yeah. A mix of European, but both my mom's side and dad's side yeah. have always identified the most with Italian. Yeah. It's like, we know we're a little <laughs> Polish, a little German, but we're fucking Italian. We know that. And that's our identity, right? Yeah. My mom took a, I haven't done it yet. I got to do mine. My mom took a 23andMe. And like, I, I will say, we know for a fact that both my mom's, my mom's grandparents and my dad's grandparents, uh, like one pair of them came directly from Italy. We yeah. know that it's a oh, couple wow. back, That's close. but we know like direct from Italy. However, genetically, my mom got her 23 and me. She had like no Italian. It was like Slovakian. Yeah. Yeah. So same. I think culture, <laughs> same. Well, yeah. no, actually it, very Puerto Rican. I did not know, and I feel like I missed out on a lifetime Pardon? of Puerto Rican experiences with all Puerto my Rican. and stuff. I, I will not disclose which side of the family because it just turned into this whole chaos. But yeah, I, that's an identity shift. Well, I mean, there was a, there was a percentage of Italian, but it's not. I am not half Italian, half Ashkenazi Jew like I thought, Dude. and not the pizza bagel I thought I was. Dude, that's <laughs> yeah. a rearranging of identity. We, my mom has had to go through it, and it's like, like I said, we know 
her grandfather is from Italy, but yeah. it turns out genetically he's not. So it's like culturally. Yeah, I don't identify culturally with anything Puerto Rican. I mean, I had Puerto Rican friends growing up. I also had a lot of Puerto Rican Jewish friends growing up like that had that mix of like all all things like Poland and Euro Ashkenazi yeah. Jew and then their Puerto Rican side. And I always thought like they had just like the coolest family parties, you know, because it was like they would mix the family parties and it would be all things like a giant melting pot. I love and it. And I missed out. I feel like I missed out on you, it for sure. You like, missed out on being like, yo, I'm this I too. that were my like cousins like all lived very close and I never knew it and I was super sad so there's that like I, Dude. I, I it was really a stressful thing this is great <laughs> I know I, and I, I also feel like kind of like a dumbass for going around saying I was Italian because like I that was my culture it's like a I, fake culture that I had that yeah like of all the all the garlic and all the cooking and and the hands and yeah. the loudness and my advice yeah so fucking loud <laughs> I'm being loud right now just a set Italian and my volume got louder I I my whole family's a loud fucking family Same, and dude. we, and we potty you. mouths and we sound I don't know there's That's a difference between like Italian culture actual Italian Italian culture and then Brooklyn Italian Italian culture, culture like and Jersey Italian culture like yeah. the Jersey Shore is not what Italy claims you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, but we grew up with that and I do I would encourage everybody who has like most of their family from Brooklyn to do that twenty three everyone me. kind of I mean there's so many people that there's there's so many people that migrated over that are that are so recent yeah and it's such a melting pot in brooklyn it's the only like real one in the world that it's like core melting pot yeah new york and that people kind of just went with what was told to them exactly so you oh we're know. italian jewish okay we're italian jewish. the truth of the matter is it is like a pure melting pot and everybody is some like a mix of everything yeah a mix of a total all mutt like i'm a mutt you yeah know? so yeah. fun it's fun to find out it's fun to know there's you're so yours like Slovak, Slovakian, yeah, it's like Slovakian, so it's like Czech, and Czech Republic now, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like a lot of that, and then yeah. there's there's Italian in there. It's just not, it's not the fifty percent like the you half, thought. That's exactly, for sure. <laughs> exactly, and like a mix of other things. I, I can claim nothing. I'm fucking American. I yeah, guess. I can I'm, claim nothing. Me, we out here, we are just white Americans. So. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> there's not enough to culturally grab, but I yeah. do. I do have very extended family in Italy, like. There is Italian. Yeah. I have like very distant You can still go on a trip and like meet them. For, some, some for people, sure. I right? did when I was eight. Like there's people out there that yeah. are my people somehow. Is it, what is it, your Nona? Or my Nana. I had a Nana, not a Nona. Okay. Uh, is that my saying that right? Nona, yeah, the are. Italian Nona word? is like Italian right, grandmother. The, 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 it is proof in the pudding that I'm fully American that I know that from Ariana Grande. Exactly. <laughs> 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 not from being Italian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our culture is now, I guess, uh, we're... We're TikTokers. <laughs> Love us. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've always, uh, I've always uh, connected with you because of that. Uh, because we thought we were Italian. Because we thought we were Italian. Yeah. <laughs> because that Northeastern thinking we're Italian vibe. That Northeastern wannabe thing. And now I didn't know that you had the same reckoning that I had, which is like maybe not as Italian as yeah. we thought. Maybe Sorry, I gotta Mom let go of that identity. Yeah, I don't know if they're ready to let go, but nah, I am. No, they're never gonna let go. <laughs> no, it's fine. We no. still had the greatest spaghetti and meatballs and i will claim that forever. that's it no my nana still cooked the greatest it, homemade pasta and yeah. italian food like you can't you, take you, that did from you cut us. the mozzarella you cut the motherfucking mozzarella no they weren't they weren't they, they, <laughs> they weren't that, that brooklyn cut i know the, the mozzarella yeah. cut the motherfucking mozzarella no no i don't know that oh, song God, that's you, a it's a deep cut all right the mozzarella all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you can take that one with you yeah. to your non-Italian family party. It's very non-Italian if you think about the song. <laughs> it is so New Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Wow. Well, we've reckoned our cultures and (laughs) we've caught up thoroughly. We covered Um, a lot of ground. We covered a ton of ground. Uh, I I love seeing you. I love seeing you. Yeah, it's great to catch up. When are we doing another TikTok? Whenever you want, man. Okay. You yeah, gotta let's do you gotta it. come see the house, meet the puppy. I'd love to oh, I really wanna put that puppy just right on my face. Okay, do it. Yeah, she can have her. We we need help. We're going on. Okay, the I don't want so, okay, you not like that. Okay, damn it. Not like that. I got a <laughs> I got a cat because I love animals, but I'm like, no fucking way I'm person? getting a dog. I grew up with dogs. I'm an animal person. I grew up with dogs. What do you like more though? Like be honest. My cat more than any other But like what do you like more cats or dogs? Not your cat or your dog, just generally. (laughs) I don't know why I have to choose. I love animals. You have to choose. I'm making you. (laughs) But if I had to choose now, cats. But Mm. my cat. Is that a real fact where they say like cats will eat you alive, will eat you alive, but dogs won't? Or is that a fake fact? That's like that's a fake propaganda. Fact. Yeah, that's a fake. Do- fact. It's dog. Certain dog. No, pup-aganda. certain dogs would. What? It's propaganda. No, certain dogs <laughs> would. Certain cats would. I don't know. No, my cat yeah. uh, is an angel, and I love him forever, and I really respect that What's cats are name? independent. His name's Mochi. Yeah, I saw that Mochi Q. I saw. I did see a very clean psychological evaluation of dog people versus cat people and why dog people are a little more unstable yeah. i'm a dog person like yeah. I, it doesn't help that i'm allergic to cats but yeah i will say it is bizarre to like need to be needed yes. by your animal like it is very cool that cats are super independent, independent and don't need you at all in fact you're like yeah, I just need to be fed, and then you can leave me alone. Yeah, well, or, and like, or love and me they're whatever, social. No, like, my cat's like, no, we're he's social, but he doesn't. He's not neat. He's, he's not, not like, a dog. Hi, hi. That's my hi. dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I knew a lot of people, uh, young people, who got dogs, and then their whole life is on like a five-hour timetable of oh, we gotta go yeah. let the dog out. And I'm not trying to live that life. I'm trying to, you know, yeah. sometimes end up out for 48 hours yeah. and i don't know how i got there you, you, know what you I mean? and your cat have a healthy adult relationship yeah it's good we're not we're, us <laughs> yeah we are not codependent yeah we are not yeah i love it yeah. i love this for you <laughs> um Jax, you're the shit you're the shit everyone go listen to all of Jax's wonderful music and her tiktoks and um and everybody go listen to all the segments of growing up yeah thanks thanks yeah. this has been fun i'm really it's so great like catching up with so many friends who like i kind of love and respect and getting to talk long form in this in this format it's Yay. been really yeah we got to like fun. be real people in not 30 seconds so exactly really nice. you're right it was, i needed it actually more than you realize so thank you for having me Thanks for being here. It is an honor to be here, and I cannot wait to see you thrive in 2023. Likewise. You crush that tour with the Big Time Rush Boys. You better be there. Oh, I'll be there. You should come up on stage. Yo, let me know. Okay, dope. Be there in a second. Dope. I can write a little... A little little ditty? Let's go. Let's go. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Well, stay tuned for the part two. Stay tuned. Dun, dun. (laughs) Is that like the TMZ sound? I'm going to show it up now. It was. You cut it out. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> that was so fucking fun. Great job. Your feet are so good at this. Thanks. Thanks for listening to that Onami podcast. Onami is a creator-led educational platform that teaches you the things you wished you learned in school so you can thrive in adulthood. Onami lessons are completely free and they're taught by some of your favorite creators from around the internet. Head to onami.co to start learning about things like budgeting, investing, taxes, how to thrive in your relationships, how to find your dream job, and so much more. That's onami.co, O-N-O-M-Y.co. See you there.